worshiping him. Listen, I don't know, I don't, I know we didn't practice that, but yeah, I just feel it this morning. I just feel it this morning. Anybody else feel like friends? Come on, y'all. We're going to have a little church this morning. I said, we're going to have a little church this morning. I feel it. Praise Him! Praise Him! Praise Him! 
but you can feel it. You can feel it. I can't hear you, but I can feel it. Listen, listen. Let me just go. Let me pray. I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to welcome you all. Listen, God bless you. Welcome, K Chapel. You know, child's in the bed. Welcome to our first parking lot praise service. Oh, oh, how good God is. How good the Lord is. I'm, I'm so, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm really over, overwhelmed right now because of, I guess I can come over here and take it off. Amen. I'm really overwhelmed right now because of just how good God is. And, and I know that after 200 and 24,000 who have passed. My God, my God, my God. I don't believe y'all hearing me. I know that it's not because I've been so good. Oh my God. Now, now maybe some of you all got it twisted. But let me help you understand right now. Were it not for the goodness <laughs> and the mercy of God. Can anybody testify this morning? Somebody ought to have a phrase in your mouth this morning. If you can't lift up your mouth, go on and toot your horn and tell the Lord, thank you this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the mercies I didn't even know about. Thank you. For waking me up this morning, thank you. For giving me food and shelter, thank you. For keeping me calm and in my right mind, thank you. For my, 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 my Lord. My God is just so good. My God, my God, my God, my God. So welcome, welcome to you who are watching us by live stream. We thank you for joining us as well. We're going to have two services on this morning, and I thank you. And thank God and thank this praise team that you are here. We're going to do some acknowledgments a little bit later in the service. But let me just offer a word of prayer and get out of the way so we can start the praise party. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, how excellent you are. Your mercies, your goodness, your grace, something we don't deserve. And yet, oh God, you extend it to us each and every day. Morning by morning. New mercies we see. So, Lord, we bless you this morning. We bless you with the great clouds. Because we know that even behind the clouds, there are blue skies. So, thank you this morning. Thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for sparing our lives. Thank you for keeping our houses and our households safe from harm and from danger. And Lord, oh God, thank you this morning for meeting us right here. So now, God, have your way in this, your sanctuary, this outside sanctuary. Say what you will, do what you will. In Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. And amen. Come on and blow those horns and let's hear it for the praise team. Come on, praise team. Bless him this morning. Bless him this morning. 
everybody, go ahead. Hey. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm glad to be here. Here we go, y'all. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are worthy.
Anybody glad this morning? Anybody glad this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to 1000 West Ridgeway Street. I was glad when they said unto me, meet us on the parking lot. I was glad when they said unto me, the rain when I'm coming, I was glad when they said unto me, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Is it anybody glad? Oh, blessed name, blessed name, blessed name. Come on, Deacon. Oh, good morning, Kane Chapel. It is so good to be in this good place of the Lord. I have the honor and privilege this morning of bringing to you the scripture. It should be taken from 1 Peter's second chapter. The 21st to the 21st, 25th verse. And I'll be reading from New the New International Translation. To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled him, when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. My God. God's word for God's people. If you will, let's bow for a word. Most gracious eternal Father, oh my God, this morning we come, Father, thanking you for such a beautiful day. Yes, sir. Oh, Father, despite the clouds in the sky, you, you allowed us to still worship. You allowed us, Father, to come in fellowship as only we know how. And despite these times, Father, we still found a way to commune and reunion in this holy place. I realize, Father, that this morning it's not about the, the church or the building that makes us what we are. Yes, sir. It's about our ability, Father, to still come together as your saints. And not only, Father, are we able to give something back to you in this foundation, we're able to also shower this community with the love and understand that show them that you are still God and Father, you are God all by yourself. Gracious. Oh, Father, we don't need any hand claps. We don't need any, any way to tell us that we're doing a good job. But, Father, we thank you for being that awesome God thank you. that give us everything we need despite these times. Oh, Father, the shepherd of this church has done so many marvelous things as he has found so many transitional and transitional ways to make us still work together in this church. And Father, through his leadership, I thank you for his obedience to you. To allow him to show us ways that we don't think within ourselves that could be possible. But Father, you reach down within him and find things are indeed possible to allow us to come together as one church at one place during this one time. And now, God, as we continue to pray and thank you for all the things you do, we thank you for those who are here. We thank you for those who are watching via television and other places virtually. Yes. 
that they received a word from on high that they would give something else, Father, to people around them, letting them know that we are the cave chapel. And there are other churches that open their doors. That's us, Father. But through our doors, Father, we, we come this morning thanking you for allowing us the ability to be able to give something to this, this open place, this open sanctuary, this open community. And now, God, as we go through this service, bless us in a mighty way. And when we leave each other back to our home destination, and we find our homes the way we left them, safe and in good time. We thank you for those who are here, and Father, those who are coming to the southern side of the morning. And as we give all our relevance up to you, Father, we thank you for being our God and allowing us to be your children. We love you, Father. In fact, we can't do it without you. Be with us and stay with us throughout this time. And if it's your will, let it continue to be your glorious, magnificent way. In your son, Jesus, be Christ, man, we do pray. And I already pray up to you, Father. Amen. I don't know about you, but he's so amazing. So amazing. So amazing. So amazing. We serve an amazing God with amazing strength, amazing power. You're so amazing. You're so amazing. Your love for me. Your love for me is so amazing. Your sacrifice for me, for every blessing, for every blessing given to me, for every valley, you used to strengthen me. I don't deserve your love, your tender not for your grace, where would I be? Hallelujah. You're so amazing. You're so amazing. Your love for me is so amazing. Your sacrifice for me, for every blessing, for every blessing, given to me, given to me, for everybody, for everybody, you used to stray, let me, I don't deserve your love, your tender mercy, not for your Yes, I stand amazed. 
didn't have to earn it. All I had to do was accept it. All I had to do was accept it. All I had to do was accept it. We accepted God. We accepted God. It's your amazing love. I stand amazed at your love. I stand amazed at your strength. I stand amazed at your power. So amazing. Amazing. I stand amazed at your love. I stand amazed at your strength. I stand amazed at your power. So amazing. Amazing. So oh, oh, amazing, amazing. So together. Come on and put those hands together. Put those hands on those horns and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If you know the Lord is amazing, why don't you give him an amazing praise right now? Why don't you give him an amazing shout right now? Hallelujah. 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 My God, my God, I see you over there. Come over there praising him. Hallelujah. I see you, I see you, I see you. I stand amazed. Yeah. I stand amazed. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. Bless Hallelujah. his name. We come to bless the name of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. You know what? I'm so glad that the next service isn't until 12 o'clock. I'm just saying, I kind of feel this right now. Yes, God. But, but but let me go ahead and do a few things. Let me do a few things while we're in this 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 atmosphere of worship and praise. Let me let me share some worship and actually let me share some praise for people who have been ministering untiringly and unceasingly to not only make sure that today happens. But to make sure that since we have been out of this sanctuary since March 8th, that we have continued to worship, we have continued to praise, we have continued to pray, we have continued to minister. And there are a few people that I just need, and a few ministries that I just need to lift up, and I need you to help me celebrate them this morning. Amen. First of all, I want you to help me celebrate our business manager and business ministry, Brother Terry Collins. Come on, help me celebrate Brother Collins. Brother Collins is... Now listen, he, he's not on the stage. He's not on the parking lot. I promise you, he's back there in that office somewhere, working as he always does. And I thank you, Brother Collins, for your ministry. To the finance team, I see Brother Robinson is right there on the, on the steps. Brother Robinson... And all the finance team that's back there right now, Brother Davis, I believe, is back there. I think Brother Cropper's back there as well. Thank you, all finance team, for just continuing to, 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 to do what you do, receiving of the gifts, receiving of the tithes, and making sure 
that that as we are away that that look that you're not coming back to a rundown facility i wish y'all would come on and talk to me in here the grass the grass is cut the grass is cut amen the hedges are pretty trim amen yeah everything looks pretty good and so that that happens because people continue to do their jobs even though we're not meeting and so i thank god for all of you for all of them doing that let me also pay attention and thank you help me thank our custodial staff yeah 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 the custodial yes. staff help me thank them listen we, I, I know we have we have not been meeting but the custodial staff has been here because throughout the week there are groups that do come there are people who do come and you may not know it but our developmental learning center uh came back online in september early of september and so we do have children who are now meeting uh in our developmental learning center we thank god for our our developmental learning center teachers and staff who are here now and if there are anybody if there's anybody out there looking for somewhere to bring your child our center is open and we do have some spots available so call our office and make sure that you get your child registered i'm sure i'm sure that they would love to have your child be a part of our developmental learning center let me also thank all of our ministry leaders i want to thank listen if you are the head of a ministry whatever your ministry is thank you why i'm gonna tell you why because nobody has been taught how to lead ministry in the midst of a pandemic wow that's right that's not a skill set we went to school right. for that's right. not that's not right. a, that's not a book that we read and and so we have had to make adjustments and transitions in real time. And so I want to thank I want to thank all of our ministry leaders for working with us, for being nimble and flexible to make sure that ministry continues. In particular, let me lift up a few of them. Our Sunday school, our Sunday school superintendent, brother, brother Willie Wright. Thank you. And for, to all the superintendents, Sister Johnson, everybody who plays a role in making sure that Christian education continues in these unprecedented times thank you to the sunday school staff thank you to our new members that's right go ahead yes. yeah 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 to our new members to our new members ministry new members i told you we're not going to just go through this we're going to grow through this yes. i think at last count we had over 50 new members who have joined in the midst of a pandemic i wish somebody would bless god for that God is a good God. God is a good God. And so to our new members orientation staff, Sister Butler, Brother Perry Allen, for all, all of the teachers who do a fantastic job of getting our new members oriented uh, to this fellowship we call K Chapel. Amen. Thank God for you. To our deaconess and our deacons. Yes. Our deacons and our deaconess. Woo! My God. Listen, we've got some super servers in our deacons, Brother Monture. Sister uh, Kanisha Duvall, who are the chairs of, of the, the leads of those ministries, thank you so much for the job that you do to serve our congregation in meaningful ways, making sure that communion continues to get out, making sure that needs are met, whatever they are, wherever they are, you are doing that. And so thank you to our trustees, yeah. trustees, Carol Dorsey, led by Carol Dorsey. That's right. That's right. That's right. Listen, listen. You may not know it, but believe it or not, there have been things that we've had to get done, even though we're not meeting as a congregation. We've had to get some things done in the building and, and around the grounds and to the trustees and, and Sister Doris for help leading those efforts. I thank you for your ministry and for your service. Last but not least, last but not least, I need y'all to thank this music team. 
Come on, y'all. Thank this music team. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I mean, really, they 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 not just do this on today. They've been doing this since day one. You know, we we went through we went through uh trying to figure out how the best ways to uh to, to not only keep ministry going but to make music meaningful to touch the hearts and the souls of people and i promise you every time we came up with an idea uh this music team has wrapped have wrapped their arms and their minds and their spirits around it and have made things happen and so to each of you and i know we've had some 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 you know growing struggles and all of that but you all have labored and worked through it all. And I thank God for each of you. Come on, y'all. Let's bless our music team one more time. Let me, let me in particular, let me in particular, he doesn't know I'm going to do this, but let me in particular, uh, th th this young man, this young man and I, we go back to Tougaloo, Tougaloo College. And, and Brother Thickpin brought him on. I was in Kansas City. I don't know if you knew this. I was in Kansas City when Brother Thickpin called me and and he said, I got a young man that I think I want to bring on. I said, what's his name? He said, uh, Pat Cassie. And so I just let him talk. He didn't know we went back. So I, I let him just start talking. And, and I said, well, well, if you think he, he's, a, he's a good fit, why, why, don't you, why don't you bring him on and let's see, let's see. But when Pat came, I said to him, brother, I, you know, we know each other. We go back to Tougaloo. We sang in the concert choir together. But I said to him, I said, listen, um, we could easily get another musician. We're really not in need of another musician. What we are in need of is a minister of worship. Yes. I don't believe y'all hear it. Yes, I heard that. I, we, we, could we could easily get somebody to play the key keyboard. We could easily get somebody to tickle the ivories. I said, what we really need is somebody to help lead us into worship. And I thank God for you, brother, for helping us to lead, to lead us into worship the way you do. I thank God for you. Amen. Bless you, man. Bless you, man. Bless you, man. Bless you, man. All right. All right. So listen, I'm going to go ahead and uh, what, what we got to do? What we got to do, y'all? Offering. Oh, we're going to do it. Now, now here, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're not passing any trades. Amen. Somebody say, "Ooh, thank the Lord." No, we're not. We're not passing any trades. What we're going to do for those of you who are here, if you have an offering here on the parking lot, when you exit, you will find that there are ushers at the exits. There will be baskets and trays at the exit. So if you have an envelope with you, you can deposit uh, your offering there. For those of you who are online, is this camera on? God bless you. For those of you who are online, it's offering time. You know what we need you to do. Call the number that's on your screen. I hope there's a number on the screen. Call the number that's on the screen uh, and give your offering. Text the number that's on your screen. As always, you can give by the K Chapel app. However you give, make sure that you do so liberally, cheerfully, and regularly. Why? Because the Lord loves what? A cheerful giver. Y'all got it. It's offering time. Let's give, y'all. I'm 
Let's enter his gate and I will enter his 
one more time. I can rejoice for he has Oh, let's give him a praise. Let us pray. Most gracious eternal Father, we come thanking you for all the things you have given us. Father, we thank you for the things that we have yet to receive and the things that we have already been given to. But with the givings that we have received through this church, Father, we thank you and that you allow you to multiply beyond our means. That we were able to use it to help some lost soul that might be in need of something that we may be able to provide. We thank you for this church and all the givings that you have allowed us to partake in. May it be used for the edification of your kingdom. In your son Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, listen. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to the preached word in just a minute, but you all do know that we have a very important election coming up in a matter of days. A matter of days. That's right, in a matter of days. We're, we're electing a president, but we're also electing a new state senator. Amen. Did I just say that? I said a new state senator. We're also electing, we're also electing uh, someone to the Mississippi State Supreme Court. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we, we got all kind of important elections, but we also have we also have another uh, race that's going on right here amongst us. So it's a Kadata. There, there are many of you. There are many of you yes. who know Kadata, yes. but you may not know that morning. she's she's uh, she's running for. Come on out front. You okay? You okay? Come on out front. Amen. We all mask. Can y'all see her? Put the camera yes. on her. Amen. Amen. Put the camera on her. Kadada, you know how we roll. You got two minutes. Yes. Yes. Amen. Glad to be here this morning. It's a blessing to be here. I'm Sister Kadada Brown, and I would like to thank God for being the head of my life. And to Pastor Buckley and Associate Ministers here at Cage Chapel, my family and friends, I'm glad that when you all said we were having parking lot praise this morning, I'm glad that they came up with this because we needed to come back together. It's been yeah. seven, eight months since we've been together. That's right. And I'm glad to see most of you all here this morning. So I'm asking that uh, on November 3rd, I'm asking for your prayer, support, and your vote. I will be on the ballot for Election Commissioner District 1. So I'm just asking you all to please vote for me, pass the torch on Tuesday, November 3rd, and vote for Kadada Brown, Election Commissioner District 1. Thanks. Amen. Everyone stay safe and well. That's right. Yes. Amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on. God bless you. God bless you. Give the mic right there. Amen. Amen. That's one of our own, K Chapel. Amen. 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 Let's make sure we get out the vote. Let's get out the vote. Let's get out the vote. Amen. So listen, y'all got one more. It's time for the word. Is that right? All right. Let's get us ready for the word. I'm ready to preach y'all. Y'all ready to hear some word this morning? I hope you are. I hope you are. Amen. Y'all come on and set the atmosphere. We're going to get ready to give the word this morning. One more song, y'all.
If you're not willing to suffer with him, and you won't be able to reign with him, no cross, no cross. 
Father, now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are my strength. You are my redeemer. Less of me and more of thee. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, my God. That just sound like church. That just sound like church. Let's go to church, y'all. <laughs> My God. So listen, those of you who are joining us online, thank you for being with us. Those of you who are in your vehicles, thank you for being here. Also, 91.9, I believe, is the frequency that you can tune into so that you can hear if by chance you want to keep your windows up 91.9. Let me also, I'm about to preach, but let me thank these parking lot attendants slash ushers. Amen. 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 I told you we, we are nimble and we change and do whatever we have to do. They're not ushers this morning. They're parking lot attendants. So thank you for that read earlier in your hearing from the book of first peter chapter 2 verses 21 through 25 i want to use as a subject this morning look to the cross look to the cross we gather this morning for the first time as a congregation since March 8th of this year. So much has happened in our world, in our nation, and in our community since we last met here as a collective body on this sacred soil. We have watched our nation convulse under the weight of racial turmoil while witnessing a rampant untick, uptick of violence in our own city swell at a record pace. From the pandemic that calls us to shelter in place and now keeps us even in our cars on this parcel for parking to an upcoming election in just a few days that continues to demonstrate that we, we are a nation divided along lines of race, class, and politics, the results of which, in fact, threatens to further pull us apart. Some may feel as if life as we know it is just simply pulling apart at the seams. In these unprecedented and these unpredictable times, I want to speak to the very center of your souls, and provide for you an anchoring word of solace and consolation. I'm talking about a soul-satisfying solace that will minister grace to your spirit and keep hope in your heart in the days ahead. Because while some would have you to think that we are rounding the corner, that we are moving into a clearing, that 
we are entering into greener pastures. I am not convinced that such positive assessments await us just yet. Quite frankly, my spirit tells me that this thing is not over yet. There are some challenging days yet ahead that we must face, which requires that we stay the course in being our brothers and our sisters keep us. We must remain diligent in our commitment to serve one another and dig deeply into the disciplines of our faith such that God says of this branch of the kingdom called K Chapel, these are my beloved children in whom I'm well pleased. So yes, we still have a ways to go, but I want you to know that in the face of everything that we've been through and in the face of everything that we have yet to experience, that I stand before you this morning with unflinching resolve, buoyed by hope in an unfaltering redeemer. And I want you, as am I, to leave here fully persuaded that even in these uncertain times that we still serve a sovereign God. A sovereign God who is well able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or imagine according to the power within us. We still serve a sovereign God. A God whose power is uncomparable and whose ways are inconceivable. We serve a sovereign God whose hands are unchanging and whose eyes are unfailing. We serve a sovereign God whose throne is unconquerable and whose ways whose might is unquestionable. And there is no situation, hear me, Cade, no situation, no scenario, no circumstance that can change any of that. Hear me, Verdant Edition, there is no deadly device. There is no worldwide pandemic. There is no national election. There is no social unrest, no senseless tragedy, nothing happening today or that will happen tomorrow changes the fact that God is still God and God is still good. So as we, as we wrap up this sermon series, let's go to church. Having gathered together this morning, I want to point you today to the cross. We have over the course of the last few weeks together talked about symbols, water, light, and oil. And this morning we finish this series by looking at the emblem of our faith, the cross. And with so much happening in our world and in our nation on this first regathering of the church in over seven months, you might be wondering, Reverend, why in the world would you choose to talk about the cross? Out of all the topics that are fresh for preaching, out of all of the issues that deserve to be addressed, out of all the subject matters that need to be faithfully dealt with from a biblical perspective, why on earth would you go to the cross? And my response is simple. Because only the cross can speak to all of these matters with the kind of thoroughness and authority needed today. Only the cross sufficiently and completely deals with the root cause of sin and provides the answer for the sickness of man's soul and man's society. Only the cross 
deals with the depravity of the human condition and the destination of the human soul. Only the cross completely resolves the deficit created by sin and absolves the sinner from the punishment for his sin. Only the cross fills the gap that sin caused between God and man. Only the cross bridges the gulf that sin created between the father and his children. Only the cross still sends the message that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Only the cross reminds us of how deep the Savior's love is for us and how devoted the Son was to the will of the Father. So I stopped by this morning to remind you, look to the cross. I know there are a lot of things that are pulling at your attention right now. CNN, MSNBC, all of the news outlets give us a lot that can pull and draw at our attention. But in all of that, I declare, look at the cross. Yes, I know that the enemy wants you to become consumed with the news and the numbers. But look to the cross. I know the devil is trying to rob you of your sleep. Take away your peace. Steal your joy. But keep looking to the cross. Because the cross helps us. To remember several things. I'm not going to hold you long because we got to get to the second service. But the cross makes clear, number one, the reality of suffering. That's how this text begins by saying, for even hereunto were ye called. Did you catch that? He says, you were called to this. You were called to the reality of suffering. And I got news for you, my brothers and sisters. Being a Christian does not give you a pass or a ticket out of suffering. Just because you know Jesus does not mean that you will not have some dark days. Just because you know the Lord does not mean you will not have some valleys that you got to walk through and some mountains that you've got to scale. The reality is that in this world, you will have tribulation. But I heard the master say, be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. I really feel like having a little church right there. In other words, he said, listen, you're going to have to deal with some stuff. And just because you got your name on the church roll does not mean that you will not have some sleepless nights. Just because you've been baptized does not mean you will not have some dark days. Just because you've been to Sunday school and give of your tithes and know the Lord as your personal Savior does not mean you will not have to go into the hospital. You will have some tribulation. It is the reality of suffering. And I've got news for you. You don't have to be doing wrong. To suffer. That's what this text bears out when Peter says in 1 Peter 2 and 21, because Christ also suffered, leaving us as an example that we should follow his footsteps who did know sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. The writer says that Jesus suffered and he didn't do anything wrong. He suffered, and he didn't hurt anybody. He suffered, 
and he didn't talk about anybody. He suffered and he didn't stab anybody in the back. He suffered. He didn't do wrong, which means that we can expect to suffer also. Peter says, leaving us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. See, this is where a lot of Christians want to stop following Christ. Right here, because everything in us tells us that when we've been wrong, that we have a right to do wrong to others. Everything in us tells us that if somebody hurts you, you ought to hurt them back first. If if somebody's out to get you, you ought to get them before they get you. Everything in us, we have somebody at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue that if I get hit, I'm going to hit you back harder. That's not the way of Christ. I don't care what kind of title you put in front of your name, evangelical Christian. You ought to be reminded of what Christ said. He said, bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who persecute you and spitefully use you. This Jesus had no guile, guile found in him. He didn't have anybody. Even though they talked about him, he didn't talk about them. They mocked him, but he did not mock them. They lied on him, but he did not lie on them. What did he do, Reverend? How did Jesus get through this? I'll tell you how the text says in verse number 23, but he committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. In other words, watch this. What Jesus did was he said, watch this. I'm not going to put my hands or my mouth on you. I'm going to put you in my father's hands. I don't believe y'all pray with me. He committed himself to him that dealeth. In other words, Jesus said, Lord, you know me. I'm your child. I'm your son. And rather than me trying to seek revenge, God, I'm just giving myself to you. That's the second thing. And I'm hurrying to a close here. That's the second thing that the cross keeps us in mind of that when we suffer, we don't have to try to handle it by ourselves. But we've got a God in whose hands we can put all of our troubles. That's what the Lord did. He put it in his father's hands. It does not add up but when things don't add up you ought to put it in the master's hands beloved i don't know what life will bring to you what you will face in the upcoming days or how this thing is going to go before it turns around but i stopped this morning to tell you put it in the lord's hands whatever life brings to you Put it in God's hands. Wherever circumstances take you, put it in God's hands. However this thing turns out, put it in God's hands. Look, look at Jesus putting it in the Lord's hands while he died on Calvary's cross. Watch what he said. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. 
Jesus said, while I'm suffering, I've got enough instinct to seek the Father. While I'm in turmoil, I'm turning it over to God. While I'm in pain, I'm putting it in my daddy's hands. While I'm in grief, I'm giving it over to God. While I'm in misery, I'm giving it to the master. And that's what the cross reminds us, that even in our suffering, God can be found and trusted with our hurt. That's why I tell you, don't take your eyes off the cross, because this symbol reminds us that though we suffer sickness and strife, that we don't do so by ourselves. Though we face injustices of race and inequities in policies, we don't do so by ourselves. Though it feels at times that God has forgotten about us, just as Jesus felt on Calvary's cross when he cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The cross assures us that even suffering has a sovereign purpose. And that's my last point, and I'm going to go in and get something from my throat. But verse num, num, point number three says that this, this cross reminds us of a high view of sovereign suffering. That's what Jesus had. And that's why he could go through what he went through. Watch this, y'all. I'm through. Because when he looked at it, he knew that it was God's will. He had a high view of his suffering. He said, I'm going through this, but I'll go through it because I know God has affixed his sovereign signature to it. He said, I'll go through it because I know that God has signed off on it. I'll go through it because I know that God has looked at it and said, it's okay. I'll go through it because I know that God has determined it to be so. I'm through church, but my soul is happy because when I see this Jesus, this Jesus who died on Calvary's cross, the old preacher said that he didn't say a mumbling word. And I used to grapple and ask myself, why is it that Jesus, who could defend folk who were talked about, decided not to defend his own self? Do I have a witness here? Why is it that Jesus, yeah, who tended to the needs of others, would not tend to his own needs. Why is it that the Lord who would perform all manner of miracles decided not to perform a miracle but stay right there on Calvary's cross? Good God Almighty, I believe he stayed on the cross because when he looked at what the Father said, he said, if God said it, I'll go through it. And not only will I go through it, but I'll get through it. Isn't the Lord all right? And I stopped by to tell somebody today, whatever you're going through, you will get through. Whatever you're going through, you will get through. Isn't the Lord all right? Is there anybody in your car today who can testify? I've been through some things, 
but the Lord has stayed with me. Holding my hand, say yes, say yeah. Oh yeah. Is there anybody in Burden Edition that's got a praise this morning? Is there anybody in Shady Oaks that's got a praise this morning? Is there anybody over in Georgetown that's got a praise this morning? You can tell your neighbor, I'm going through, but I ain't going by myself. I'm going through, but God is with me every step. I'm going through. My God, my God, I'm going through. My God, my God. Watch this, y'all. I'm through. I'll go through it. Because I know, watch this, I'm not going by myself. For, for some of you, for some of you who may not know this old story. It's a story of an old rugged cross. It was a hill far away. And there was this old <laughs> rugged cross. The emblem of suffering and shame. But I love that old cross. <laughs> my God, my God, my God. <laughs> Listen, if you're here, we're going to do several things. Number one, I'm going to pray for you. But I want to do something else. Everybody, down Bailey Avenue, going down the Eminence Road. Y'all saw the news last night. And I know we're excited about gathering on this sacred soil, but just a few blocks away, there was some soil that was soiled by human blood. We got a problem in this city, but it's not a problem that God can't fix and that God cannot solve. But it starts by giving your life and your heart to Jesus Christ. And so I don't know, there, there may be somebody around the corner, around the corner. You hear me, but you can't see me. I want you to know this. Jesus loves you. Somebody in your apartment right now, you've been wondering why they making up all that noise. I need you to hear me this morning. Jesus loves you. You who in your house, in your home. Jesus loves you. And if you give your heart to him this morning, I promise you this. I cannot promise you you won't have any bad days, but I can promise you this. Every day you have, he'll walk it with you. 
every problem you go through, he'll be right there with you. That's why I love the old rugged cross. <laughs> My God, because it reminds me that I got a father and that I got a savior on whom I can trust, on whom I can rely, on who I can trust. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you, give you his peace. I will cling to the old rugged cross, my Lord, and exchange it someday. Wherever you are, if you're at home, you don't know this Jesus, this Savior. Pray this prayer with me. If you're at home, you're listening in this community. Pray this prayer with me. Father, I open my heart to you. I've heard about you. But now I want to know about you. Come into my life. Change me. Make me a new creature. In Jesus' name. I've done some things I'm not proud of. But Lord, I believe you can wash me of my sin cleanse me now i accept you as lord and savior and i acknowledge you as my redeemer in jesus name amen now if you prayed that prayer wherever you are if you're in the community you can meet me right down here if you're on the parking lot you can meet me right down here if you're at home call the number that's on your screen or that's in the chat chat line wherever it is Call that number. Somebody's waiting to talk to you right now. This is a beautiful day. Look at it, y'all. Look at it, y'all. The sun is shining. Look at it, y'all. The sun is shining. Look at it, y'all. The sun. Yeah, I'll exchange it. It's time for us to celebrate communion. Hopefully you've got your cups. You got your wafer. You got one for me, brother. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, we got some wonderful associate ministers. Bless you, brother. Our associate ministers are here. Reverend Harris, Reverend Redman. God bless you. Thank you. Listen, what I want you all to do when we get ready to leave, one of you all, there's going to be an exit over here. One of you go to that exit. One of you go to that exit. I'm going to go to that exit. And every car that leaves here, I want you to touch it and bless it. In the name of Jesus, bless the occupants of that car. 
and let them know that as we go, we're passing the peace with us. Amen. Do you have your cups? You have your cups. You have your wafers. We come here to celebrate the Lord our Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, who saved us, died for us in the pardon of our sin. And he took bread, break it, and blessed it. Said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, he took the cup and blessed it. Saying, this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. When they finish, they sung a hymn. And went out into the Mount of Olives. God bless you. Praise God. henceforth and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.